Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Isn't It Lovely podcast. I am Rachel. And I am Tracy. And today we had on the show, you guys, Nick Heineman, who was a co-owner over at Looks Marketplace here in Sioux Falls. And we just talked a lot about just the dream of Looks, how it came to be, how they took over a business that has been literally in the community since the 1800s. And we talked about all the yummy food they have. We talked about Rachel's several visits to Looks <laughs> per week. <laughs> It is my home away from home. I'm very comfortable that this is the case, (laughs) but it's so much fun for those who don't know. They also have a bakery. They have a coffee shop. They have a deli. They have a restaurant. They have a creamery. They have a brewery. It's a one-stop shop. It's literally a world-class marketplace and it's so fun to have it in our own backyard. So we just had a blast talking to Nick about how that came to be. And we're going to have some great show notes for how you guys can go check it out as well. Why does Looks Marketplace say it was started in 1883? Mm-hmm. Was it really started in 1883? Yeah. The, I mean, <laughs> Is that the, true? The history goes back that far. Um, uh, Carl and August Look okay. started it down on uh, 8th and Main, where the public library is now. Okay. And then uh, uh, Carl's son, Roy, took over, you know, kind of going down the, 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 the lineage. Uh-huh. Yeah, 1883 was the uh, original date of Looks Market. Wow. And what was it like back then? Do you know? Was it just We like- actually, in our old market, um, before we moved to the new space, we had pictures of it, you know, and it's, people walk in and they see it and there's, you know, chickens hanging from the ceiling with bags on their heads. Uh, you know. It's real. Half some yeah. cattle hanging. So, um, it's a little bit more uh, descriptive of, you know, of butchery than you right. do now, but yeah. I love it. You've chosen a different path today. Never, never yeah. do we walk in and see. No, you never see uh, the, the <laughs> chickens with the yeah, quarter of a cow. Heads, yeah. Right. Okay. So you talked about that family lineage. So when did you guys come in? So it's kind of a, kind of a roundabout how we ended up there. So my, my dad um, developed that area over there, the 69th and Western um, complex okay. and looks moved out there. This is when I was um, working in Chicago. <clears throat> okay. And uh, he just gave me a call one day and he's like, Hey, you have the opportunity to buy Looks Market. Are you interested? And I said, no. Because I, <laughs> I was like, you know, nope. I, my wife's from Ohio. We got married in Chicago. We were living there. We were happy there. Okay. She wasn't super interested in moving to Sioux Falls at the time. You know, loves we, it now. We get it. You know, it's resonating. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and then my dad, he's a, you know, he's a constant salesman. So he just keeps talking to me and working me and working me. And then, you know, about two months later, we're finally like, okay. Let's do it. And wow, that didn't take that long. February 2007. Your dad's a great salesman. Yes, he is. He is. <laughs> so, February 2007, we ended up um, buying a house and uh, taking over looks and kind of goes from there. So, wow. And were you like in food service in Chicago or what was your background in Chicago? Yeah. So, um, went to uh, Notre Dame for undergrad. Um, studied, nice, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> studied wow. finance. Um, as a, you know, as I got to be my senior year, realized I didn't really want to be an investment banker. Wasn't sure. kind of for me at that point. So, mm-hmm. uh, ended up going to culinary school in Chicago. Um, oh, wow. Worked for a couple, um, you know, three star chefs there, and then I got into the purchasing side of the business with a kind of a fast food company in Chicago. Okay. And then after that, I moved back to Sioux Falls. So interesting, that's and that's awesome. when you guys were over. By McNally's. Right next to right? McNally's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Got it. And then your cut co- is it co- your cousin? Is Bo your cousin? Bo's my cousin. Yeah. So he, after we took over looks in two thousand seven, um, about year he was working in Minneapolis, kind okay. of a similar situation, and uh, his dad and my dad sold insurance forever. Okay. And uh, just started talking, and actually Bo and I, you know, we gone to school since preschool together. So uh-huh. oh, I love uh, that. It just worked out. We, I, you know, he, he decided to move back to Sioux Falls and, and I work as a, a partner in the business. I love That's that. amazing. And Bo is with us in spirit. He is traveling this week, which also works because we can't find our fourth mic. Right. So well, hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I'm so sorry. I'm totally going off our question. No, I love it. Deviating. Let's go off script. Is your dad involved in looks now? Is he, I bet he's so proud of it. So he's, uh, financially involved for sure. Okay. And then day-to-day operations, not as much other than that. He comes and sits at the bar and has a beer or two and just make sure things are going on. Uh, things are going well, but, uh, he's involved, just not on the kind of operation side. Oh gosh. That is so cool. I love this story. It's my favorite. This is the part of the podcast where we turn off your mic and we just start complimenting you so you can't (laughs) respond and get embarrassed. But obviously, Nick, well, for note for the audio, I am at looks literally every day that you're open. I mean, this is... She is. It's not an exaggeration. (laughs) I love it so much. And you're actually what we consider one of our old market customers. So, you know, from the... we, we, We see the same people that have, you know... Uh, you know, fortunately for us, followed us from the old market to the new market. So, uh, yeah, I mean, all the kind of old staff recognizes you as, as an old market customer as well. <laughs> it's such <laughs> a old nice market. compliment. I love, I love it. <laughs> I do too. We're, we're literally like every day. We love it so much. It really does feel just like our own little neighborhood store. Everybody is so warm and welcoming. And then Christopher, my husband, and I have said, we have never gone there and not seen you or Bo walking around. You're delivering food. You're helping customers. I would almost venture to say that maybe newer folks don't even quite realize that you guys are the owners. You're just so warm and so wonderful with everybody. So what inspired you guys to take looks then to that next level? You were in this old location, which we adored, but then you expanded into basically what we would consider a world-class marketplace. We love bringing people to visit when they're in town. Whenever we have guests, we're always going there to shop. Um, you guys expanded to include the, the creamery. You've got the brewery, you've got the bakery, the restaurant. How did you guys decide to take it to the next level? Um, so that's... A, it's kind of a roundabout question to or roundabout answer to get to that. So, at the old market, we were kind of just slowly attracting um, people in, or uh, cooks and chefs in the city that didn't want to work the the you know late night hours that a restaurant demands. Um, which I understand because I was in restaurants too, and you know getting done at eleven or midnight isn't the best for work life balance. So we, we started, you know, getting and not, you know, collecting um, a really talented staff, all with different interests. <clears throat> uh, Chad was a, a brewer, Adam a baker, uh, you know, Nate's a, and Greg are both great butchers. And so it kind of all just worked its way out. And, and at one point we were like, well, we either need to do something more or, uh, you know, do a bigger venue or do kind of other, other pieces. And Bo and I were actually in San Francisco doing a, uh, uh, we were there for the Good Food Foundation, which we, we are a, a member of. And my dad called and said, hey, we can buy CJ Callaway's building. And uh, again, we were like, oh my gosh, that's a, 
you know, big commitment. Yes. I think and, we need to do a follow-up episode with your dad on here as well, because he sounds like amazing. Oh, yeah. And then about, you know, we, we were in San Francisco, we're talking about it, we're out to dinner, and then we're like, you know, let's, let's give it a try. Let's see what happens. Put a business plan together. Um, SBA supported us, you know, heavily to get open. And, uh, you know, here we are. That That's is amazing. So cool. And for those of you that don't know, I mean, it is a massive marketplace now. We talked about the old market. I don't know what the square footage of that was, but sure. So we went from about four thousand to now we're at seventeen thousand. It's just, feet. it's just wild. Mm-hmm. And it, it is, it's so true. When people come from out of town, they're like, we cannot believe this is here in Sioux Falls. So, I mean, really well done. And you guys were on a show. I never saw the episode. Did you see it, Rachel? It was so good. And it inspired me to try um, items on the menu that I hadn't had before, like your Detroit pizza, but they were on you. Nick, why don't you tell us where well, you were? We were at, it, was, <laughs> it was actually during a, uh, a lunch uh, rush. We got a call. Um, one of our bartenders uh, grabbed Bo. He goes, hey, there's a producer from Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives on. Do you guys want to talk to him? We're like, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, it, w- it was mid-pandemic. Mid, uh, and uh, Bo took the call, and they're like, we're going to be there in two weeks, and you need oh, to wow. close down for two days. That's so, it? You yeah. only got two weeks' notice? Two Holy weeks' notice. Smokes. Wow. And then they gave us the time, and um, we actually kind of negotiated the closure because we couldn't close our whole market for two weeks. Right. Or two days. Right. Of course. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, they came in. Guy was there for about two hours shooting with Bo. Um, the crew was there for two days, and uh, it was Great experience. What so, a blast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The episode was amazing. Were you guys excited with how it turned out? I mean, that publicity yeah, is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it turned out great. It was, you can't, I mean, you can't pay for that kind of advertisement. Right. So, um, you know, we've had people, we're actually just looking at, we have a, in the store, we have a board with a guy and then a map of, of the United States. And we were just looking at it last night that we're now, we have all 50 uh, states pinned people coming to visit us so no way so people will tell you where they're from when they come sometimes we had a guy uh two weeks ago came in it was just before the fourth of july Uh he uh drove in from southern illinois he Uh had the day off for the weekend off for the fourth drove in just because of the show no way had the burger said his best burgers ever had so that was great um but yeah we get that story quite a bit it's amazing it's incredible it's like the one and only time that i've regretted cutting our cable because i was like i can't watch the show (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sure it's streaming somewhere but it is maybe some people got a temporary subscription and then canceled the subscription (laughs) after they saw the licks episode maybe some people did that (laughs) we can always tell when it was on too because wait the day after it's on the two featured items were the uh, Motor City Pizza and the Porcules. Okay. And whenever it is on the next day, we sell tons of both of those items. How so. funny. Oh my gosh. I love I love that show. When I was pregnant, I would watch it and just be like, <laughs> I want all the food. <laughs> That's probably why John cut the cable. He's like, she's eating too much. <laughs> okay. I love it. Um, okay, pivoting, Nick. Um, okay, we talked about you moving into the big place now, but what have, your, what have been your biggest challenges and rewards in running a family business yeah, and moving the, into uh, a place like I this? Mean, the, the pandemic is obviously right. one of the biggest challenges we've faced. Uh, we opened in, um, in uh, November of 2019. Okay. And then, you know, mid-March of 2020 is when all of the, all, you know, the pandemic shutdowns all start. So... Um, you know, we're at a hundred plus employees at that point. And then unfortunately we have to, you know, 
slimmed down our staff because our restaurant has to close. Um, fortunately, now we're well up above that number. We've had a good rebound. But, um, you know, the, the tricky thing for food service is, you know, fortunately, we never had to close down. We never had to. We were closed for like half a day. Um, but our staff worked through all of that time. You know, a lot of people are working from home. A lot of people are kind of getting away. Um, but our staff had to, you know, kind of power through, um, you know, a year and a half of masks and yeah. sanitizing and, you know, everybody being so nervous about being close to people. And, uh, you know, so it's a really, you know, it's a really hard time for the country, for the world, obviously. But then, you know, in our business, it was really hard for, um, you know, morale at the same time. So we were constantly trying to, you know, keep people inspired. Um, customers are great too. You know, they're, um, you know, always tipping heavily, trying to kind of boost to that too. But, you know, it wasn't something we ever really thought we'd have to, to deal with, obviously. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, you know, we made it through fortunately and thankfully. And, uh, a lot of our people kind of stayed with us. It's the same. A lot of people that started with us in November 2019 are still still with us. That's so, so great. Yeah. We survived after your takeout during COVID. Oh, oh absolutely. The beginning of that was just a disaster on so our crazy. end because people would be ordering takeout and it'd be hour wait times. And, you know, you just feel terrible. Sure. Because Aww. everyone's waiting, everyone's nervous to be waiting. And sure. it was, uh, it was, it was emotionally hard on everybody. Yeah. And then you just feel like you're disappointing everybody that's just waiting for food. You know, yeah. not everyone's understanding, but it's just one of those yes. things that's, that's going through your head. You're like, you know, we served 500 people tonight, but how many of them really are that happy? So <laughs> We were always happy. We, I bet 499 <laughs> people were happy because you guys are a pretty beloved institution. But yes. yeah, that makes so much sense. Absolutely. Well, I think you kind of answered this a little bit, um, Nick, but as recently as the 4th of July, we know that you guys were closed on the holiday and then you're usually closed on Mondays. And I was talking to one of your sweet employees and she said, yeah, we we're going to have half a day. And then they gave us the whole day just to be with family and friends to celebrate the holiday. And I just was so struck by that. I thought this is so amazing that you were pouring into your employees in this way. And it's such a collaborative and positive environment there. And as we've stated already, I mean, there are familiar faces. We moved over to Heather Rich, oh gosh, about nine years ago. And I, you know, again, people I recognize who have been with you forever and who just make you feel like family. So how did you guys develop this type of environment with your employees where it feels so positive and collaborative? It's such a great workplace culture. Mm -hmm. Um, well, and that's, you know, I, I try to be really positive with the team. I I mean, that's, that's important, but it's also, um, we try to empower our, our, our managers, our department managers to, kind of run their department like it's their business, hmm. right? So I don't, I don't go in and tell Adam R. Baker that he needs to make this, this, and this. He basically, everything, his menu says. Um, and same with the butchers. They order in what they want. They cut what they want. You know, obviously the, the mission is high quality and, um, and uh, customer satisfaction. So as long as they're all doing that, I... You know, I, I don't, I feel like an authoritarian type of, um, of attitude is just bad for, for, for kind of, uh, for that empowerment. So, um, 
basically I just kind of try to stay out of the way, let them do what they want. And, uh, you know, they all know that at the same time, then, you know, they need to be making good decisions for the business. Right. Um, and then as far as the kind of hourly employees go, right when the pandemic hit, um, you know, we lost all of our service staff, but we're getting all of these tips. So we're trying to figure out, you know, who gets them because there's one person just taking orders. You know, how do we how do we um, divide this out kind of <laughs> in a fair way? So basically we've come up with this big tip pool where all of our hourly employees from our dishwashers, our accounting team, our cooks, and our, our bartenders, they divide all the tips by the hours they work. And then they all start at a wage of, you know, $15, $16, $14, $15, upon your experience. And, uh, and, you know, so they all have a you know, they know what they're bringing home every two weeks. Yes. Then the tip pool just adds to that. How awesome. That is so, so wonderful. Much. I need to be putting more in the tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pro tip for me. Wow. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. So I bet your retention is really high then. We've had real, yeah. I mean, we, like, you know, like I've said before, we have people that have been with us the whole time. Yes. You know, the the dishwashers, they're excited to be included in, in this. You know, right. everyone feels appreciated. Absolutely. They feel like they're being recognized. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one of the big benefits is, you know, you don't have to retrain. We are doing a lot of training because we've been hiring staff. It seems like we always have new faces yes. coming in, too, which is, you know, that's always nice to. Right. Because you, you hear a lot right now about how it's hard to hard to hire yes about two months ago that was really true for us we could not hire anybody it was it was it was a tough time but now people are coming back to work we're seeing a lot more applications and uh, we're getting a lot more uh a lot more people added to our team what do you think shifted nick just people are just ready to come back out into the world or yeah i think every month that goes by Mm -hmm. when we get past this um you know when when the CDC said it's safe to go back inside. You know, sure. when, when we yeah. got past that, um, that was, I think, beneficial to a lot of people. Right. And yeah. I think not having masks on has been beneficial yeah. to a lot of people as well. Just, mm-hmm. you know, getting to see faces again. I mean, what was it a year? You just saw people's eyes. Right. It was, yes. was tricky. That was yeah. a really tough thing. Hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't recognize anybody. Well, yeah. no, that's true. I had, yes. I, I had employees that have been with us for six months where I'd only seen their eyes. Yes. And so now you get to see what they look like. So oh, I didn't even think about that. That's I think amazing. it's just this comfort that's level. That's where name tags come in. Yeah. Uh, we'd love a good name tag, Nick. That's for sure. That's for sure. I saw Bo doing an interview with somebody a couple days ago when I was in there for lunch with my mom. And I wanted to, I almost went over and was like, you're going to love working here. I was like, what am I doing? This is not for you. You don't work here, Rachel. You just, you just come here Get a lot. Get out of that interview. You can help us sell. That's fine. <laughs> it was so great. I think I gave Bo a, a friendly wave. So. Oh gosh, that's so funny. Again, off the script, but what is your favorite thing to eat at Lux Market? Uh, you know, I get this question quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, we want to know. We love it. It depends upon the day. I mean, so one thing I've really been enjoying recently. So I've got a, I've got a customer that comes in, uh, Dr. John Birdall. Oh, yeah. But every time he come, comes in, he goes, what are you loving right now? It's and it so puts me on the spot. But we're doing a thing right now. We started about five weeks ago mm-hmm. where one of our chefs has decided he wanted to do Taco Tuesday every Tuesday. 
So now he's oh, making a different taco every Tuesday. Um, shrimp taco two weeks ago. We had a tinga tostada yesterday. I don't know what next week's going to wow. be yet, but uh, every Tuesday he's been doing tacos. So that's what you're. That's loving. something new every okay. every week. Hey, I can't wait to try that. I'm like all about favorite. the tacos. Continuing this uh, line of questioning, Tracy yes. and I had gone on a trip to the East Coast, and basically it was like the tour of lobster rolls to have like amazing. And I know they're off your menu right now because it's summer. But a few months ago, you guys had a lobster roll on the menu. It no was... joke. We literally said to each other, "This Insane. is." even better than anything we had in the East coast. It's yes. the best lobster roll ever. There were many lunches where like, we got that like every Just single time. So, so good. So please that, bring it, it back. It's Nick. not off because of the summer. It's oh. off because of price inflation. Oh, oh. oh, you're thinking of your, your customers. Well, so we were selling it for $16. Yeah. And then the next week we were going to order a lobster and the price was going to double. Oh my goodness. So we called out to our, you know, fish, uh, distributors out on the East Coast, and they said, "Well, there's plenty of lobsters in the cages. There's just no one to go get them." Oh, wait! No. Yeah. So that employee part again? Yeah. Wow. Oh, so we so were going to have to charge thirty-two dollars for the lobster roll. So we're like, oh, "We'll take it off until we can come back down." Oh, oh, see, just so beautiful customer. The customer. Yes, that's amazing. Do my kids need to go to college, or could <laughs> I dip into their funds? And or do we need to eat lobster rolls? <laughs> I mean, every week <laughs> we'll discuss this off. Questionable. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, on that note, Nick, we always end our show with something that we're loving. Um, I know this is a weird pivot, but um, it could be anything. A show, your favorite dish it looks, <laughs> another favorite dish, a quote, anything. Is there something that you're loving? So a quote, um, I'm a, I'm a big basketball fan. Okay. I'm kind of a basketball junkie. I watch almost every night. Okay. And there is a uh, announcing team, Jeff Van Gundy, uh, Mike Breen and uh, Mark Jackson. And they're kind of the more popular one, the most popular team. And I was watching a game and Jeff Van Gundy, he was obviously talking about basketball mm-hmm. at the time. And he said, you need to help like you want to be helped. And I, that hit me mm. for our business. Gosh, that's and I know that's kind of, you know, there's a lot of derivatives of that same thought, but every week I send out an employee letter and I just said, you know, help like you want to be helped, whether that's helping a customer like you'd want to be helped or if a team member asks you for help, how would you want to help? How would you want to be helped? You know, mm-hmm. do you want to, you know, if someone asks for where the location of something is, do you want to be just told right over there? Or do you want to be walked over there? So. Oh, wow. That is really, so good. I know it's simple and you know, no, but, but profound. Oh, you want to be that. yeah. yeah. That's really profound. That is so fantastic. Yes. How about you, Trace? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> As I was acting Nick, I was like, what, what am I loving this week? <laughs> no, no, actually I was just thinking, um, speaking of the world opening up again, we're going to start traveling as a family again. I'm so excited. And we were booking travel the other day and there's this, it's Bonvoy. We do Marriott points. Yeah. We have booked every single vacation via the Bonvoy app and not paid a cent for our hotels. And it's just amazing. Cause we just rack up the points. We do our um, credit card via, I don't even know what the credit card is, but it, accumulates the points and it's just the easiest app to use. And I love it. So I'm sorry. It's like totally off topic, but the bond boy app. I think that is amazing. Free hotels, free stuff. (laughs) It's not free, but (laughs) how about you, Rachel? Oh, I love that so much. Okay. Guys, I 
promise, promise, promise this was not like pre-planned because this was Nick's episode. Sure. But honestly, mine is a product from looks. So I mean, well, <laughs> again, welcome to a day ending in why. Um, okay, but my again, my my sweet, sweet parents were down visiting from northern Minnesota, and uh, my mom always wants to go to Licks for lunch. Who can blame her? So we were there a couple times last week, and I am loving it's the fried chicken sandwich on the menu. It is made of dreams. It is so delicious. It's this wonderful little crispy chicken thigh. It's like a little spicy mustard, a little um not spicy mustard. Spicy just, honey. Thank you. Spicy yep. honey. I was like, wait, I don't like spicy mustard. Why? <laughs> <laughs> this is all going downhill. Hold on. <laughs> Sounds healthy. It's so, so <laughs> It's healthy for my soul. It's like this brioche bun. It's got this slot. It is just a magical, magical, it's, it's, it's a magical dish. So I'm just here to say it's the, the fried chicken sandwich from looks. So Nick, where can people find you guys all around the web? Can we throw your handles? Can we throw everything into? Sure. Uh, looksmarket.com. Uh, looks market SF is our Instagram. That's where most of our stuff comes on. Looks market, Facebook. Um, and then 500 East 69th Street by uh, Prairie Green Golf Course. You can't miss it. You can't. It's a beautiful building out there. Look for me and Tracy. We're, we're actually going there today after this recording. I got to no get some soup. <laughs> Nick, thank you so much thank for being willing to come and talk to us. Really this was so fun. It. Oh, thanks so for fun. having me. Yes. I appreciate it. So good. You guys, thank you so much for joining us today and taking time out of your day to listen to this interview. If you love what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe. You can download all of our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. You can also find all of the episodes on our website at www.isitnotlovely.com. We are also on Instagram, and our handle there is isitnotlovelypodcast. And special thanks also to Open Space for hosting us for our recording sessions. You can find information about their beautiful venue at openspaceforrent.com. 